Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome back to Geeking In. Uh, I am Jay. I am your party host to so grab your bob and your beer or your brew, half a sugar and almond milk, uh, or Hertfordshire, um, just the way you like it, uh, and settle in as we dazzle and amaze with more stupidity, mainly. Um, I am joined, as always, by the incredible, the invincible, the infamous, our futurist, our Tony Stark. How are you doing, T? Hello, listeners. Hello, gents. I'm doing very well. Very happy to be here. I've spent the last two hours staring at very, very sad pictures of of animals and various other things on the internet to try to prepare myself for the next bit, where we welcome our Mr. Fantastic, uh, our flexible friend, the pajamaed prince of the pause that was promised. How you doing, B? Congratulations and salutations when I tell everyone that geeking in is one. Congratulations and salutations. I want the world to know if it can be. Who could believe that I could be happy and contented? I used to think that happiness hadn't been invented, but that was before in the bad old days before I met you both. When you <laughs> let you walk into my heart, come on now, join in. <laughs> Congratulations and oh, we are still going. Okay. When I tell you, ev- oh, sorry. <laughs> It was going so well. My favourite bit of info this week is when you told us that you practised these before the show. Can you not tell? We can. We just thought it was natural charisma. Um, It turns out that you know it's it's hard work that comes into it, which which makes sense. Which makes sense. And thank you to any of our listeners from Hemel Hempstead to Dublin to Oregon and beyond who who help you practise. Uh, every single week um and uh you know thank you all for for helping us grow this uh, podcast um you know two b's song there this is this is our one year anniversary it is a it was one year tomorrow that we we re- first recorded uh, and thank you for for continuing to to rate review subscribe and share and listen to um uh the 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 silliness that uh, is us um making ourselves laugh and each other laugh and hopefully you as well um please get involved in the conversation at geeking and pod on twitter and instagram uh you will also find in the bios there the link to our link tree which includes our teespring shop that has uh the t-shirts the mugs and the masks uh that uh we have been um uh talking about for a long time now um so yes, a year of geeking in. Um, this time last year, we um, we have been um, we we started a conversation um, because we were all going into lockdown and we were all feeling a little bit fried, and we all thought that we needed something to keep us entertained whilst we locked down. 
and here we are a year later still needing something entertaining to keep us some version of sane. Um, Jay, that sounded far too well thought out. What actually happened is someone said, we can't geek out anymore. I guess we'll have to geek in. And then someone else said, that'd be a great podcast title. And that's how this damn thing started. Yeah, I, I, that's that's closer to the truth. Yeah, I mean, we were talking... So, yeah, it, it started off as a joke and then it felt like such a good name that it felt like we had to do it. Um and it's a joke that we've now been running dry for a year. So that's, uh, you know, good stuff. Um, but it has. It, it's been one year since we've started talking about um, all sorts of stuff. The first episode, we discussed uh, Picard. We discussed Disney Plus about to launch. Um, and we discussed um, streaming movies on uh television versus seeing them in the cinema and uh our preferences um and a year later and we're still talking about pretty much the same thing um so b what are your reflections of a year of geeking in well apart from you both laughing your heads off at me um it's been really good (laughs) (laughs) we hope hope that um you know some of what what's been said has has actually helped people in some way um you know whether it be a recommendation or whether it be our thoughts on a particular subject um yeah certainly kept kept me out of trouble (laughs) what were you and that was the main thing i mean it is it is court mandated for you so it's um (laughs) yes that's right you know the tracker is still on me on my ankle but um should be coming off any day soon. God, what would you be doing on Tuesday nights if we didn't lock you down for this show? <clears throat> I can't possibly tell you that because, <laughs> you know, people listen. Well, that's that's the most amazing thing to me. People actually listen. It still kind of blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, you know, thank you. Thank you, listeners, for listening. This is really insane in my mind um you know and every now and then um i'll get a friend like cisco will send me a message about something we said on the show or or something that made him laugh or something like that and and, it, and it's really lovely it's it, it's it's shocking it's weird what why, why are you listening to this insanity but please do and and maybe in, in that realm you know also us growing um, internationally, going into sort of different countries. Um, yeah, that's been amazing. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And not just because if we get a new country listener, it means uh, we'll get a different hello from B instead of a song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're wishing that now, aren't you? <laughs> really? I feel the next evolution of that is a traditional song from that country. The national anthem of each country. Oh, my God. All right, so there you go. If you want B to sing the national anthem of a country... <laughs> Get a- continue uh-huh. to share and get more countries on. I didn't agree to this. <laughs> what country's got the most amazing national anthem that hasn't already got a listener from us? Um, no, I mean it is. It's it's it's. You know, I remember talking to you both about kind of the beginnings of of you know the the data that started coming through and you know things like the first listener we had in America, which was in Oregon, mm. which is why that's that's part of our our intro spiel. Um, 
yeah, it just blow our mind. And you know, the the, the countries that we have, who who we have listeners in, is 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 it's crazy. It is. It's um, it's bizarre. And you know, we've we've got about we've got over two two thousand two hundred unique listens to um the shows we've done um which is you know 2198 more than we thought we were going to get um so it's it has been um it's been it's been quite the 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 bizarreness isn't it which is why it's sad that this is our last oh no wait um (laughs) um so T from your side what's been some of the highlights of uh Spending a year. I, I love every opinion B has on films. I love those discussions. <laughs> B, I, Batman, Robin. I, 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 I love it. I, I can't believe I've had such great discussions about the X Men franchise and Batman and Robin and things like that. Um, Blade Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> Shall I carry on. And also, you know, the things that you hate. Like I, I, I love. I, <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow and things like that. Poor Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, sucks. <laughs> it's also been, um, you know, how I've I, now how I keep up with geeky news because I, I want to be surprised on the show, so I basically don't go on the internet anymore. <laughs> and and Jay tells me a couple of things, and I'm like, oh, all right, I shall react. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So it's 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 been great. It's been a great way just to have this conversation to express all of this stuff. It's you know the the aim has just been to chat with you guys and and have a laugh. Somehow that's grown into this this amazing uh, ongoing show with all of these listeners and and then people buying um, stuff on you know people buying our brand merch and all sorts. It's it's really exciting. I hope it keeps growing. I hope we keep, people keep listening um, because I I love doing this. I love having this chat with you guys every week. It, I mean, yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's, 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 it's. We've always said it's conversations that we were having ourselves that we decided to kind of, you know, do in this format. Partly, you know, to keep us sane. It's been a really bizarre year for 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 everyone. Um, touch wood. At this point, I'm the only one of the three of us that haven't had a dance with with COVID, um, and it has been, you know. It's 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 been quite quite tough, I think, on on you know everyone's mental health, not just ours. Um, and and this has been part of our therapy, part of us trying to do something different and trying to do something uh, special to kind of you know just kind of break it up. And the fact that we've we've you know been able to 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 build a little bit of an audience and and you know we've got people who we know listen and you know thank you to you know. Judy and Mo and Holly and Cisco and and Griff and Paul and people we know who who listen and and you know appreciate all of that and it has been really really kind of um, a bizarre way to spend a year, hasn't it? Um, what about interviews? Have you got a favourite of the interviews that we uh, have done? I think um, DK was my personal favourite. <laughs> I mean, that's just my... DK's was very good. That's just my wheelhouse, that topic. Coming in with the Amalgam comics and all of that stuff, just just fantastic. I I think the Hush conversation was really Mm. good. Um, Yeah, Cisco. um, 
uh, yeah, I've got you know the the the, the has from Grief Burrito coming in to talk about um, superhero computer games. I thought it was great. Matt, the Universal Collector, coming in mm-hmm. to talk about action figures was brilliant. Um, I really enjoyed uh, Paul from uh, Lazy Hollywood and Paul and Griff show coming in to talk about um, remakes and reboots and and some of the ones that have gone horribly wrong and some of the ones that are perfect for you know what they need to do. Um, so yeah, we've 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 had some, and you know we've got some others that we might be working on. But that format hasn't gone away. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it, you know just great to hear other voices and and you know things that people are really passionate about, isn't it? It's it's is what we love about it. There's so much that's you know just cool to shit on stuff. So the fact that we can talk about stuff that people adore, um, I think, has always been one of my favourite parts of this. Uh, like, for instance, all the films that B loves. It's nothing wrong with um, that. No, and that's the greatest thing. I mean, there is, is genuine <laughs> love for all of this stuff. And, you know, even even the stuff that, in fact, especially the stuff we disagree on, that's, that's the best conversations, I think. I love it, B. So, one of the things that we... Um, so I haven't got the notes from the first ever episode we have, but I do have the, the notes from the second episode we, we ever recorded. So um, I, I thought we'd share some of the topics and uh, we can talk about uh, it uh, with a little bit of hindsight. Um, so uh, interestingly for me, as early back as the second episode, uh, I was introducing you as our Tony Stark and our Mr. Fantastic. Um, I thought that came in a bit later, but there we go. Mm-hmm. And the first one we did on the on the, the the second episode, the week of the twenty fourth of March, was uh, Justice League mm-hmm. Mortal. That's when you realise no, all Justice League conversation needs to be the Snyder Cut all week, every week. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. Um, yeah, I mean, a conversation where we could have about Army Hammer that didn't involve cannibalism. So that was uh, <laughs> a different times. time, wasn't it? <laughs> Such innocent days. I know. <laughs> um, and then we went on to the conversations about the the the, the new Warriors reboot mm. that was about to happen. Um, this didn't really do much, did it? Really? Um, so this was going to be, um. Screen time, safe space, and snowflake. Um, uh, B negative, who's kind of a Morbius knockoff, um, and uh, God, who was the other one? Trailblazer, and then there's one who has a magic pack pack. So I can't see the name. Time, snowflake, was. safe space, B negative, and Trailblazer. That's what of them is done. Yeah. So after that um, conversation, did any of you actually read New Warriors Volume Six? <laughs> Neither did no, I. No, I didn't. I always want to wait until a few, you know, issues have come out and you can just grab a trade, uh, and then often I forget by that point. So I wonder, given the intense fan backlash and all the insanity on the internet that it got at the time, did it actually? get released and to get the whole run published. 
See, mm. I've not seen anything from it. So I, I, I don't know actually whether anything came from it or whether it just kind of, and it's always hard to tell with some of these things, whether it's got any plans to go into print at all or whether it's one of these kind of, you know, we put it out there just to kind of get mm. a little bit of publicity um, and a little bit of talk uh, because, you know, we, we talked about Gotham High, that did come out. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it didn't seem to do much, if anything. I'm just going through my, um, my app to I, see. I can't find it anywhere. Um, no, 2014 seems to be yeah. the latest one I've got. So maybe that was it. Maybe that's as far as it got. Well, New Warriors, geeking in, tried to support you. Or maybe it didn't. I can't remember. It was a year ago. But we had an opinion. Or three opinions. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you could go back into the archives and listen and find out what our opinion was. Um, yeah, I think we were open to some of it. I, I think, I, I, if I remember, I think a lot of our concerns were about um, making it you, you make it mm. so present that you date it so safe space and snowflake were very mm. of a time and, and that sort of thing um, we then talked about uh, Thundercats Raw where we watched the, uh, the, the, the trailer for Thundercats Raw have ever, either of you caught any Thundercats Raw since? No, that? I don't know how to catch it. I don't know where it was shown. Oh, I don't Cartoon know. Network. <clears throat> There's a few episodes on YouTube. I, I did um, sit and watch that with my uh, nephew. Oh. And what did you think? I, I quite enjoyed what I saw. It's very, um, well, we said it at the time, very Teen Titan-esque. Yep. Um, I think so. And, um, you know, not forcing you, T, to watch Thundercats Raw I, I in any way, shape, or form. To. And it looks like there are nope. 52 episodes. Jesus, well, how long is each episode? Like five minutes? Yeah. No, they're about 20 minutes, yeah, aren't they? 20 minutes. You, you know, that's something we could actually do a live screening of a Thundercats show with T. 52 episodes. I'm in. <laughs> I, I don't know if there should be a trigger warning on this, well, though. I'm, not, I'm, I'm worried let's, for let's him. Not. Let's just see, see what happens. <laughs> you guys are fucking experiment. bastards, all right? <laughs> I was trying to play it cool. I didn't play Assassin's Creed hey. all week, all right? I've been feeling better. Fewer nightmares. Jesus. <sighs> <laughs> um, I, and... Um, can either of you remember the section that we bumped from that week's episode and has probably become the most bumped ep- section we've, we've had ever since? What do we keep wanting to talk about and not talking about? Mm. Mm. Or keep going to talk about and then don't talk about? Some of the X-Men? Who would you give the oh, Arrowverse uh, treatment to? Who gets a TV show? So I think, I think we've rolled that one over maybe a dozen times. I mean, that was around the time where we tried to do that brainstorming session of like all the different 
extra segments. See, back then we thought we'd have production values, and now Jay just looks at the looks at the internet five minutes before the show starts. <laughs> no, it's more than five minutes. Oh. He, gives, he gives us like at least an hour's. Notice. Well, that's true. We need time for you to rehearse your song. Exactly, and and work out what we're we're going to say, and I need to work out my my seamless movements from segment to segment um, as we go across. Um, but yeah, it's um, it, yeah, some amazing kind of topics that we've talked about. Some of the early days ones were things like um, uh, Black Widow coming to oh, streaming. I really enjoyed watching Black Widow on streaming. So you know that's yeah, it's amazing. That. That's that's lovely and evergreen content, isn't it? Because you can pick that up at any point in the world, and the conversation's still the same. Um, uh, yeah, that that was going on. Uh, Snyder Cut has been talked about from beginning. Um, disappointments with Star Wars, and you know, maybe reboots on that have been com- common and so in all the way year, through. Has anything that um, we've been talking about actually come out? And Wonder Woman, Wonder Vision. Yeah. Okay. One. Good and one Wonder Woman eighty four. One amazing one off. That's a good spectrum. <laughs> um, so you know, it's 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 been it's been quite the ride. It's been quite the uh, the run through, and obviously we are now into fifty two weeks worth of recommendations that we've done. Um, so, T, your first ever recommendation was Q squared, Ooh, the yeah. the next generation mo- novel. Um. Uh, B was breaking the rules from the very start, recommending both Sin City and A Dame to Kill for. Live on the edge. Um, and then uh, I was recommending Space Above and Beyond. Um, so I shared this list with with both of you earlier. Um, are there any there that you've taken our own recommendations and and? watched or listened to or, or read no or... I actively avoid anything you guys mentioned and that's how I meant <laughs> <laughs> Thundercats um, yeah, I, I, I watched uh, the, Blade, the Blade trilogy um, I believe uh, there was a week <laughs> when we all recommended a Blade, Blade film and you know I can't go wrong with that brilliant in the same way that you recommended a, 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 an underground film from the 70s that I'd never heard of called Star Wars A New Hope. <laughs> and small budget kind of indie flick. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. <laughs> it's got potential, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's a shame that no one ever really saw anything in it, really, wasn't it? I think I watched the Disney Gallery after you mentioned it. I'm not sure I'd watched it before then. Um Watch the Snowpiercer. I, I think that was one of T's, T's recommendations. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They got season two. Season two? Yeah, season two. But more importantly, I look through my own recommendations often and I'm like, wow, those are good recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I watched Upload, um, which was one of uh, T's early recommendations, um, which I thought was. was uh, pretty good and uh quite similar to the ending of um ready player two as well but that's a different story um uh i finally finished chilling adventures of sabrina 
um, after B's recommendation. Um, I, I watched the making of The Witcher. It was great. I fell <laughs> straight asleep. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> and um, B, you yeah, recommended Game of Thrones. Did I? <laughs> yeah, January, there not long ago. It was it was you starting your your. You've also recommended Chilling Adventures of Sabrina twice. By the way, talk about you you breaking the. Well, there the was rules one season, this game. season two or season three, I think it was. Sorry, yeah. and then season four. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I feel you may have double dipped on that one, but all right. Um, yeah. Game of Thrones, all of Game of Thrones? Absolutely. Well, no, not all of Game of Thrones. I see the trap you were leading me to. to. Uh, yeah, definitely not season eight. But I mean, there were some good. Oh, you've mellowed. Season eight. There, there was definitely some good scenes. Nice. Are you excited to get to it again? There was a, there was, there was kind of a, a downgrade there. I don't know if you noticed that it started with like you know, oh, oh, all of it. Well, not season eight. Well, there were some good episodes in season eight, and then it came to well, you know, there were some good scenes. The in intro sequence in season eight was still good. <laughs> it's gonna, if if this if this continues, it's like there was a there was a good you know exchange of of like dialogue at one it point. It was a good in, credits you know. in season eight. <laughs> yeah, dragons were cool. <laughs> Um, any on there that we, we, we're looking at and thinking that, you know, I can't believe I've still not checked that out. I'm going to. Mm, I th- your Pacific Rim of the Black, since you mentioned it, I keep wanting to watch. Um, also, a couple of weeks ago, you guys recommended an Ancient Aliens episode to me. Uh, you dicks. You fucking dicks. <laughs> 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 Yep. Were there any, were I didn't there even think about that. that. Wait, I got about 12 seconds in. I was like, fuck these guys. <laughs> hey, just because the Egyptians really benefited from ancient oh astronauts coming and visiting them and teaching this them the true. ways. I firmly believe this. Oh my God, I can't, I can't have this conversation again. I, I firmly well, believe on, uh, that there is a lost civilization that that inhabited the earth maybe even before the dinosaurs (laughs) (laughs) and the egyptians came along and they've they've utilized all these technologies where's the stuff gone where is it it's 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 all around that's that's a lot well the bloody pyramids for a start I can't, I can't do that here. This is going to be a very different show. Look, I, I shared, I, I shared a I YouTube mean... um, video on, on on our group chat. Watch that. There's no mummies in it. I mean, you say that. No, seriously, watch it. It's 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 really good. <laughs> I mean, it's fair that he would say that even. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where he did also shortly after that send the video oh, of yeah. the toy releases of Forbidden Planet <laughs> <laughs> and and dwelled drastically on the um 
the the the, the statue of, of Mamra, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> has that has that turned up at yours yet? We Tink? both chipped in. <laughs> yeah, we paid for express oh, delivery. No. The next time we package a bit of the floor, I'm going to want to be excited. <laughs> we 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 paid for the uh, for the for the. Um, premium delivery service where actually what they do is they sneak it in the middle of the night and set it all up on your bedside cabinet um, without you noticing. So when you wake up, it's there and all is glory. I think it would have been to pay for the randomised delivery where you, the next package you get might be it. It might be the one after that. It might be a one year from now. <laughs> but one day you'll think you're opening up a brand new box of Transformers. <laughs> yeah, fucking mom staring up at you. <laughs> <laughs> so I am now going to save every box I have of Transformers. Just put random mumras in them and post them to you. Because I have some kind of inkling on how much you order. So therefore, I know it's likely that you're going to be sitting there kind of going, oh, I don't remember ordering this and opening it up. So... Um, yeah, I am going to, as soon as we break, going to trawl eBay to try and work out how many cheap mumras I can buy um, to do this. On on the, the geeking and credit card, obviously. What I really should have um, done is tell you guys I have a phobia of I feel like, it's a... Transformers. That would have been brilliant. Just let the toys roll in. <laughs> um, I have a huge phobia of uh, these Monsters <laughs> of the Universe. Really so crazy. there we are. I'm really freaked out by them, guys. I get nightmares. Just don't don't send me any of those. You 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 you're, you're soft on the, the masters of the universe. I'm scared of the really, says I. <laughs> what's what's um what's I'm grabbing your attention on the re-releases? Cool. I'm just seeing. I mean, I'm trying not to approach any other fandoms because, like, the Transformers is keeping me busy enough, but. You know, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they do look cool, but I'm, I'm, I'm going nowhere near them because I, I don't have space for the wrestling Marvel Legends and blossoming Transformers collection that I currently have. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm with you in regards to um, trying to re- to avoid but we will see how well that lasts. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the interior designer of the house might have different views on that. Um, but yeah, there we go. So we are, we are a year in. Um, it's been incredible. It's been um, uh, something that... Um, I've really enjoyed every single week. I look forward to every single week. Um, there are many nights that, um, you know, we, we start our conversations and one or, or more of us are feeling a little bit low and a little bit down. And by the end of it, we're, we're laughing and joking and, and, you know, feeling far better. So um, not only do I have a thank for all the listeners who have, who have joined in, who have uh, listened to us talk about random stuff who have, who have commented on on at kicking and pod on instagram and twitter uh not only do i have a thanks for for paul who stepped in and co-hosted as well as um all the people who have done uh, interviews with us um 
but especially thank you to you two for for um coming in and, and having a chat with me oh. every week about random we didn't stuff talking to you before the other show <laughs> so who are you again <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I got accidentally added to a group chat one time, and both of you think I'm the other one's friend, so you both should like kept me around. <laughs> B's friend Jay, T's friend Jay, um, um, but, but yeah, it's been fun. Um, and uh you know it has it's, it's been a year since we've been having these conversations and from the very beginning one of the things we've been talking about is Zack snyder's oh, justice yeah. league <laughs> which t famously said <laughs> will never which happen did you say that in probably week one yeah. through 12. it's early i think oh, it God. might have been three um and you know, we've we've called him our futurist ever since. Um, but we are just days away from uh, the Justice League um, finally being unleashed upon the world. Yes, after 10 months after it was announced and upwards of $70 million uh, to... to recut and finish the visual effects um we are now just hours away from Zack snyder's four hour justice league cut uh being made available um on monday um there was a virtual premiere with fans and members of the press did either of you see uh, about the virtual premiere of Zack snyder's justice league cut no, but, you know, as an important member of the press, I would have thought they'd let us know. Disappointed in you yet again, Zack Snyder. <laughs> no, I completely missed it, unfortunately. Well, so did people attending the premiere, because the... <laughs> yes. <laughs> technology that HBO Max was planning to use crashed on Monday afternoon, uh, meaning that the, the premiere wasn't able to take place. Um... Obviously, uh, Snyder went to Twitter and um, uh, apologised after it became apparent that wasn't going to be able to, to be fixed. Um, but yes, we, we still wait. Um, although the, the reviews that have been coming out so far have been fairly positive mm. on the whole. Good. Um, not universally, but you know, fairly positive on the whole. As it stands uh, as recording before released to... The, the, the masses it is the highest scoring dceu film on rotten tomatoes <laughs> that's not saying much <laughs> but still wow um is it even but, a film oh, sorry go on Jake. <laughs> i mean it's four hours it's not a miniseries is it i mean it's, um, it's, are you reviewing it as a film well yeah bollywood films have have lasted for longer that's fine. If you're reviewing it as a film, then that's fine. I, I mean, we've talked about this in the past, but it's it's such a clever move that it, it kind of it, it can't fail, right? In terms of what it's setting out to achieve, you know, it's just got to add stuff to the previous version, 
that's what it's got to do. And then it'll be like, oh, yeah, look, we didn't get so much of Flash's backstory. Oh, we got Flash's backstory this time. Well, yes, because it's a four-hour film and every piece of crap from the cutting room floor is put back in. <laughs> You know, and then ultimately, it's not about cinema. Uh, sorry, t- uh, ticket sales or anything like that. It's just about how many people signed up to HBO Max, and you'll never tell us that. Or about how many people have actually watched it, and you'll never tell us that. And or how many people have actually pirated it, which you'll never know. Um, it can't really fail. If it, I mean, I'd be interested to see how it gets reviewed by actual film reviewers. If you know what I mean, I want to like see like yeah. Mark Commode's take on it. Say. Rather than um, <laughs> the, the Snyder fanboys, basically. And I think that's going to be an interesting one. I mean, you know, though the 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 kind of the the audience reaction on this is going to be split, isn't it? Because you're going to have the people who will love it no matter what, because they've been campaigning for this for three, four years, mm-hmm. and you've got the people who are going to. Um, dislike it either because it's dislikable or because they 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 um, you know are going to dislike it no matter what. Mm. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to tell. But if that wasn't enough for you, if if four hours and two minutes wasn't enough for you, then uh, alongside that will be a, a thirty minute documentary about the making of Zack Snyder's Justice League uh, being released on HBO Max at the same time. Well, I, I really want to see the um, 25 minute making of the documentary making of I think that would be really good and you know it would be um, it's quite the draw because this 30 minute documentary does hold never seen before footage <laughs> amazing is this uh, going to be bonus material available to all HBO or is it going to be premium access so I think it's HBO Max at the moment. We know that Zack Snyder's Justice League is coming to Sky Cinema in the UK. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see whether, you know, they, they feel that, you know, four hours isn't enough and they need 30 minutes worth of additional filler on top of it. Um, I'm stunned that there's still never before seen footage after you've recut everything I mean, into, you know, HBO Max. For God's sake, stop curtailing Zack Snyder's creativity. Release the real Snyder cut, the four hours and 32 minute cut with all that extra footage. God. But that in itself would not maintain and hold all of Zack Snyder's creativity. Um, as we know, the film is due to end <laughs> with a cliffhanger um, setting up films two and three of uh, the Snyderverse. Uh, it is now officially the Snyderverse because it has been acknowledged that this isn't going to be main DCEU continuity, whatever that means. <laughs> also, uh, this is film three of the Snyderverse. This is the third Zack Snyder film in DCEU. Yep. Um, but it's only the first of the next three. So... You'll you'll have had. I mean, assuming Man of Steel and the other one was to, were two hours each long. They each felt about four hours long. You've had Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice is is what you're you're searching for I mean, there. The title of that is about four hours long. Um, <laughs> you have about eight hours, and you still haven't told a story. Great, well done. You've only told the first part of the story, the first chapter of the story. Um, 
you know, you've got chapters two and three to come. And according to, you know, what Zack Snyder has been saying, two and three will include bigger roles for the Joker and Mira. So, <laughs> you know, there's that. Yeah, because truthfully, no story has ever been told in about two hours. That's insane. You know, have you ever been to the cinema? Jesus, not it's all kind of, they're basically trailers for real films, is what we get to watch in the cinema. Zack Snyder, he knows where it's at. It takes um, 32 hours to sell a story at the very least. Well, you know, Endgame success is partly built on the fact that it's a, a 40 hour story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, not biting on that one. I can't. I can't. You know, I'm really looking forward to it. Smiling has great visuals. It'll be fun. Um, it it will be. We'll we'll watch it like a TV show, and it will feel amazing for a TV show. Um, I mean, I can't. I don't imagine I'll get through it in one sitting. Do you? Are you expected to watch it in one sitting? Four hours? I mean, yeah. B you said Bollywood films, but even they have like intermissions and stuff. <laughs> well, are they, aren't there going to be natural chapters in this? I feel the word natural is <laughs> is that take too far? Wishful. I, I I'm sure. I don't know somewhere. how natural a chapter you're going to have when the entire thing apparently is the first chapter. Uh, well, but yeah, I, I I remember seeing something similar to you that says these are you know broken down because at one point it was considered more of a, a like a maxi series mm. rather than a rather than a film. Um, but I don't know whether, and, and we won't know until it uploads, you know, on, on HBO Max and and into Sky Cinema, whether this is, you know, four hour long chapters rather than one big chunk. But it, you know, from the talk of, you know, run times, it feels like this is one big long film. Wasn't there a saying um, about the length of a film should be the same as the length of the um, the size of the average bladder, proportional to the size of the average bladder? I mean, this is home viewing. You can go, you can pause it and go to the toilet. But God, yeah. You can watch it on your phone with the the, the weird ratios he's putting oh, on. Oh, that's true. I could I could use up the middle um, eighth of my phone to watch it, <laughs> <laughs> or watch it in portrait mode. Excellent. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> in in the true format it was designed for, TikTok. Um, um, how many TikTok videos would it take to pirate this film? <laughs> to to lovingly recreate and homage this yes. film, you mean, rather than pirate, obviously. Um, but Zack Snyder has been trying to manage our expectations. He said, listen, as far as I know, this is all you're going to get from Zack Snyder's DCEU. Um, The reality is I didn't think we were going to get to do the Snyder Cut release. Stranger things have happened. Let's put it that way. Um, So we are going to be left with an incomplete story. Do you think this is going to launch the... It will launch the fan campaign. Create the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was going to, you know, make the next hashtag, isn't it? Didn't we start it off of our channel already? I feel like Geeky has already tweeted yep. something that we're going to regret very soon. 
Because as you Just know, irony thing? doesn't work on Twitter. No one understands sarcasm on Twitter. Um, and if you have found this podcast through the ironic tweets that weren't translated that way, we welcome you all the same and apologize for, for the disappointment you must have in us talking about this now. Um, I, I, I balk at the fact that Snyder's calling it Snyder's DCEU. It is, though, isn't it? And that was, that's the reason the whole thing's not worked, right? You, you've built it off of someone who can't tell a story. Snyder's not Kevin Feige. He's not Jean Favreau, you know. I, I think it this, this goes beyond Snyder because, you know, how many times have we talked about DC EU movies that have failed to deliver? And absolutely, know, his, his, the majority of them, to be honest, exactly. So he's he's not the only one. So surely this is deeper than Snyder. Yeah, and, and that would explain the um, the buying in of um, Joss Whedon mm. and his um, production house. Um, I mean, you know, the 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 gulf in, and uh, you know, I fully appreciate that everyone feels this way, but the gulf in. Um, what we've seen from Wonder Woman to Wonder Woman 84, you know, shows that mm. you know, it's not just the director's vision, is it? It's um, everything. Yeah. Um, so it is going to be interesting to see kind of um, how they move forward with it because they seem to have given up on trying to build a universe and have decided that they're just going to build a multiverse. Which is better. Um, Which, and, and more importantly, that the... The, the themes of the films and, and the tones of the films don't need to, you know, adhere to that first film, right? So, so a lot of the Marvel films still feel like Iron Man, um, and that sort of works. I mean, it's not ideal that the better ones are the ones that go off and be a bit wilder. With the DC films, you know, the ones that we've sort of liked, uh, uh, Shazam and, and the first Wonder Woman, even, even Aquaman, they've, they've gone in a slightly different direction. It's when they try and be snidery and broody and all of this stuff, it all just falls apart. Because it's the wrong set of heroes for this kind of story. You know? And it's the, again, it's the wrong... It's Whether he's helming it or all, or or if it's just, you know, he laid the groundwork that people want to keep building on, that it doesn't work. He's not a storyteller. He will retell a story very well, but that's about it. It's um, yeah. I mean, it is. It's 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 for me. It is all personally. It's it's all built on a flawed premise in the sense of I don't resonate with Zack Snyder's interpretation of superheroes. Um, I I did to a degree with Watchmen, but Watchmen by design is meant to be uh, a. A lampooning, a snide view in certain ways of of the superhero genre, um, and to lift and drop the same kind of tones into extended DC films for me doesn't work. I I, I was um, watching some of Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice last night. It was on Sky One, and I just bumped into so many issues with it all the way through. Um, 
just over and over again, just just you know everything, like you know the 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 Lex Luthor motivations, the um, you know just just so much of it just didn't make sense to me. I don't understand Batman, which is a weird kind of thing to to come through. I understand the you know two gods fought and our world shook and you know he, he could be dangerous kind of thing because that's what we've seen in batman for years you know that's that's the tower of babel that's that's you know him always having a kryptonite ring in his 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 utility belt that's you know all of the stuff we've all seen um but simple things like he started branding the mm. the people he caught and that branding led to them getting beaten up and killed in prison, which means the branding became a death sentence. Why would being caught by Batman turn you into a target in prison? Well, didn't they reveal it was Luther, Luther who was getting them killed? Why? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, so that it, could have been to try and get super, push Superman over the edge. Oh, that's right. So to get and Superman to fight him. Batman, yeah, which is what he wanted from the outset. But Batman's not killing them. N- yeah, but Superman thinks he is. Superman is... is... No, but they, they are alive when Batman leaves them. They are, they are burnt. They are marked. But they are alive. If Batman wanted to kill people, why go to the the issue of branding them and then hoping criminals kill criminals because the criminals have been caught by because Batman? Superman isn't very smart. Instead of so just Superman killing them. Goes, oh, you brand them and they die, so it's your fault. Uh, I'm going to stop you. That's I mean, right. ultimately, I mean, you know, the whole thing could have been like, as has been parodied so many times, that a little chat would have just stopped the whole thing. You know. When he's flying up there and he's down at the bottom and they're shouting at each other and they went, Listen, Lex Little making me do this. Yeah, me too. He's got my mum. All right, let's stop it. That's the end of the film, man. Wait a second. Your mum's not <laughs> named. Um, yeah, or, or Wonder Woman yeah. does something more than just kind of, you know, slink around for a little while. Um, yeah, it just, it just is, is messy all the way through. And this need to try to make Superman imperfect and an idiot and, you know, all of this just just wasn't necessary for me. Um, and, and that's the bit all the way through that just didn't quite gel in any of this. I don't, you know, this, this whole kind of, you know, brooding God, he's, he's trying to write yeah. injustice. And if that's the case, then, you know, by all means, there's, there's a really compelling story to tell. Don't wrap it up as a Superman story. Wrap it up as an injustice story. Tell us that story and tell us all you want to do about, you know, what happens when good people go bad and all the rest of it. Um, you know, uh, and tell but us it's that just... at the right time as well. You know, once this universe had been set up, once we've been seeing this for a while, then comes along the films where actually it's all of that reverse, just will turn on, turn on its head, it's Earth 3 and everyone's an arsehole and stuff. And it would be really impactful. You know, if we were to see um, 
the mega arsehole versions of of um of Captain America and Thor now, it would just be, you know, it would it would shake us. It would work. You didn't set anything up. It was just I'm going for this now. That's it, you know? It's complete impatience. And, and B, I guess what you know what you're saying about it being more than Snyder, it being sort of, you know, deeper studio decisions and things like that. I mean that makes sense. You know, we know the hell that Patty Jenkins had to go through to make that first film. Um, we know how it's just all, it's not about telling a story. It's, hey, this worked, let's do that one again. Oh, that didn't work, let's not do that again. You know, and, and that's also how the Snyder Cut is going to be a kind of a success as well, because you've actually had the whole thing out and, oh, people didn't like that scene. Well, I've removed it, don't you worry. People did like that. I've kept that one in. I've done more of that one, you know. It's you've managed to release a film, test every aspect of it, and then you get to redo it. it it's all just knee-jerk reactions. Uh, the DCEU has been, um, and they just need to dip and burn it to the ground and start again. I mean, I'm I, I'm comfortable with there needing to be a retelling of the the Whedon version of. Justice League for for multiple multiple reasons, mm-hmm. Whedon being one of them, <laughs> um, and uh, which which is heartbreaking because you know it's it's going to be hard at some point to watch yeah. Buffy and you know, Firefly and uh, Angel and these really strong women characters written and directed by someone who seems to be doing his best to destroy any strong women around him. Um, so very, very weird to try and get my head around that and brings us back to the age-old argument of can you disconnect the creator from the art? Um, you know, not quite to the same level, but um, the Lost Prophets CD went into my bin, into the bin, very very early um into the stories and uh various other things um so i'm all for the reset and i'm all for you know telling a different story and we've always been told especially from ray fisher about Mm. what could have been what should have been um but yeah it's it, it it feels continually the wrong guy to to put all of this on um he doesn't feel like that franchise player for me. His good films um, were, say, maybe 300, which was direct translation. Watchmen, which was a direct translation. The things he changed didn't help that film. Uh, they were just there. And there was, I guess, um, Sucker Punch, which was pretty awful. Uh, visually, was was lovely. I like that. That was a good twist at the end I mean Oscar Isaac's in it and I still don't like that film I think that says something whoa <laughs> I, I quite like Sucker Punch it was a good movie I thought visually it was amazing I, I, well the that's story the thing. all of his stuff is visually me. it is really beautiful you know he should be a cinematographer he should be a, well know. but again this is uh, and again that's where I, I disconnect from Man of Steel onwards, because visually, you know, I thought the the Zod and um, well, the Kryptonians and Superman fights were computer game level CG. 
and not even like next gen computer game, but computer level game level CG. Um, the 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 color tone and all of these, you know, that that kind of you know sepia kind of you know just none of his films here have kind of stood up for it because they look great in stills when you can recolor them but the 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 color palette the tone that he's picked for all of these don't work for me and you're right i mean you know he's, he's got this thing about you know that doesn't make sense in today's world that just feels silly in today's world um you know the bit we're going to jump we're going to bump into in watchmen is the idea of this alien psychic squid being dropped on New York. So we're going to take that out because that's stupid. Yeah, but I'm, you know, the, the, I'm going along for the ride on all the rest of it. You know, Dr. Manhattan and his incredibly huge blue penis I'm here for. Why, why, why is that the, the jump that's too far? And that's with all of this, it's kind of like, you know, you, you know what the problem with, with, Superman is. Who wears red speedos over their trunks? No, that's not that's not the issue. That's that's not the issue with Superman. So it, it's just odd that the way that you know he picks and chooses what parts of this to go through. And and I'm I'm both interested and a little bit worried about what we're gonna get for four hours. Um the one bit we're not gonna get for in that four hour story is um, the story of how uh, Joker kills the Robin. Joker, the Robin. Joker kills Robin. Oh. Um, that, it seems, may still come out as part of a uh, prequel comic. Oh. oh my god. Just, <laughs> just. Oh. So Snyder has said that uh, Jim Lee and I have had talked about it. We haven't done it yet, but we have talked about doing a little comic book run about my death of Robin and kind of telling the story and from my sort of reality of that world. Uh, I've thought a lot about it. I've thought about how it would work and how all the mechanics of everything uh, of it and everything. So I know how it happens. You know what? And Jim Lee is the right artist for it in that he's completely the wrong artist. So great. Everything Jim Lee draws is absolutely stunning and beautiful and kind of lacks that depth of emotion of any character. So, yeah, great. Every page will be like this beautiful splash page that is going to be someone's desktop wallpaper and someone's phone wallpaper, which is like every scene of Snyder's comic. Excellent. So our last thoughts about this, our last predictions on this before next week, where we'll probably actually talk about seeing at least the first six hours. Um, what do we think? What's our predictions on Zack Snyder's Justice League? B, you can start. What What are you <laughs> hoping for? What are you predicting? That's it. Build it up. What's What's your bold statement? Build it up before before he gets knocked down. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I've, you know, we're going to purchase a, a, a plan to watch it on now um, TV and, um, yeah, I'll, I'll sit for the entirety with a bowl of popcorn, uh, a couple of ciders, 
and it's going to be a big bowl of popcorn. Those cider bottles may need um, <laughs> you may be refilling them during the viewing. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm, I'm, I really am looking forward to it. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm planning to watch um, the original cut. Uh, is is that right? Should we call it the original cut? Um, I mean, factually, that's correct. Uh, the Whedon cut. So the original theatrical release, I should say, that's probably the correct thing to say. Um, you know, just just to refresh my memory. <laughs> um, yeah, and then you know, watch watch what you know happens, and and I'm going into it with an open mind. I know there's been tons of leaks on online, and various trailers have have now been released. There's been various. Um, so-called reviews, initial thoughts, etc., that have appeared online. So I'm keeping well away from that. Um, and, you know, I'll make my own decision. Yeah, you will. Um, and we will be here to hear about it next week. Um, T, how are you feeling? I want to watch it. I, um, I think it will be a fun ride. I think it will be... You know, it'll, it'll it'll be visually great, and if the story doesn't make sense, it's not going to be worse than the than the Whedon cut. Um, so yeah, it's, I'm excited. It, it it cannot possibly be worse than the one we've already seen, um, and just seeing more scenes will be fun. I think on the original Justice League, I am probably more of a fan of it than you two are, um, and I use that word very very loosely. Um, but I saw it after you two. So you two had already kind of done the holy shit kind of things. So my expectations were so low that I quite enjoyed chunks of it. Um, because, you know, I, I, I knew it was going to be rubbish. So when it wasn't as rubbish as it was in my mind, I was all right. So I don't know whether that logic is going to work on, on Snyder's cut in the sense of because my expectations are so low, I'm going to come away thinking, oh, that's quite fun. Um, the alternative that is, you know, the story was um, that a lot of the more kind of jokey, upbeat bits were Whedon's trying to lighten the, the, the kind of the somber tone of it. So if it's even more kind of, you know, heavy and dour and, and you know, joyless um, than the Whedon cut... Um, especially if this is going to end with a cliffhanger because we know that, you know, he's, he's trying to kind of politic for two and three. Um, that's my worry is, is that, you know, it, it, it's, it's the empire strikes back of justice league, except with nothing before and nothing after. Um, so yeah, this could go one of two ways for me. I'm, it's either going to be, um, one I actually quite enjoy because of my low expectations for it, or it's going to be one that's going to live up to my low expectations. Um, either you, way, way. It can't fail this film, I'm telling you. Either way, I don't see it being one that I, I ever watch more than once. Just because the level of investment to sit down and watch a four-hour film um, 
is going to be problematic. I mean, we'll obviously watch the black um, and white version. So, <laughs> with oh, the, yeah. the three minutes worth of extra footage that will will probably be involved. Hey, all they have to say is it completely changes the film, and you know, may mean that Superman's a replicant, and you'll be there. Um, well, apparently, Michael J. Michael Michael B. Jordan Keaton? makes a appearance. Listening. Um, <laughs> no, um, you know, I, I, I quite liked chunks of Batfleck. Um, I I liked Jason Momoa as Aquaman, you know, bro Aquaman. Um, I liked Gal Gadot as as Wonder Woman on big chunks of it. Uh, Ray Fisher was was fine as Cyborg. I want to see him do more. More is um, something that you'll definitely get. <laughs> <laughs> um, Henry Cavill always wasn't you know a bad Superman. He just had bad stuff to do. I mean, that's um, the and actually, the, the big shame in all of this has always been, you know, you lose this amazing cast that you got to play these things. Losing Jason Momoa as Aquaman, I think, is going to be a big blow. Um, but, hey, if you don't want to reboot and you don't want to, um, you're just happy just to make films, that's great. Just do that. Because then we can preserve both, right? Yeah. Um, and that's the thing, you know, they, they had a, an incredibly successful TV run and they decided to kind of throw it all out and start again in, 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 in the film world. And, um, you know, the, that moment on it was always going to be a bit messy. But we are just hours away from, from getting all of our questions answered on it. Um, and, uh, yeah, cannot wait. So we will see how that works through. Um, but it's a big week, and it's a big week for for having thing, new things come up that we've been waiting for, because on Friday we get the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier to land as well. Mm-hmm. So the synopsis available for Winter Soldier is uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is um, sparse, as you would imagine. Uh, simply saying, following the events of Avengers Endgame, Sam Wilson, the Falcon, and Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier, team up in a global adventure that tests their abilities and their patience. Um, so we're not quite sure what to expect. Um, we know that um, uh, we are expecting Baron Zemo, or, or Zemo as he currently is, uh, to be in. Uh, we know we are expecting uh, Sharon Carter. Uh, Emily Van Camp returning as Sharon Carter uh, to have a role in this. Um, and outside of that, we don't know much about what's going on. Um, it looks to be uh, a bit more of a uh, spy thriller uh, style uh, thing than um, what we had with WandaVision. Um, but who could possibly tell? Um T, how are you looking forward to Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and what do you hope it is? So, the second Captain America film, Winter Soldier, was, I think, my favourite MCU film, um, outside of, say, you know, uh, Endgame and things like that. Uh, and I loved it because it, w- it, w- it was a sort of espionage uh, film with set within this superhero world. 
Um, and it was just absolutely brilliant. Uh, so that's the kind of stuff I want to see, and that already gets me excited for for this. Um, I love I love a good sort of buddy cop, you know, thing from the from the nineties, and it, it had a lot of feelings like that with them sort of joking around with each other. Um, and finally, I think Wonder Wonder Vision really showed me Marvel's not at all afraid to take risks with their TV shows. Um, so you know, it, hopefully, it will be it will have some surprises and it will be different. I'm really hyped for this. I'm very excited. Um, I'm hoping it is exactly what it says on the tin. I'm hoping it's it's uh, it's these two guys and they're just antagonizing each other all the way through and, and having a laugh. And um, I'm hoping there's some interesting spy stuff, some interesting sort of espionage, trade crafty stuff, and how that stuff works in a world with superheroes. And. Uh be so um you know lots of twists and turns are promised um still two uh, people grieving from the end of of end game so similarities there with with one division mm-hmm. uh the joke being that you know the the three characters who probably they should have given therapy to and they gave series two instead um what are you hoping for what are you expecting well, I, I I think this is Marvel's version of Bad Boys. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the very two Great different. Film. Yeah, I, I I really do think they're two very different characters. So expecting expecting lots of funny moments, um, expecting lots of action. Um, you know, hopefully we'll we'll get. You know, somewhere along the line, X Men introduced. <laughs> um, but do you, you know, think that might be in this? I, I think so. I think so. I think they've got a little segue um, because obviously, with um, Winter Soldier, they've got um, what was the formula they used to um, on, on Captain America? The Super Serum. Super Serum, yeah. So, you know, there, there's, there's, history of experimentation um mutations so possibly you know who knows they they may have experimented on numerous people before steve rogers um and bucky um so yeah yes i mean in the comics that's the weapon plus program isn't Mm, it that's that started with uh captain america and and went through to Weapon Ten, which was um, Wolverine uh, and beyond. Um, and there are rumours that um, a, a certain uh, life-draining Russian uh, tentacled um, mutant might be in this. Whiplash. Oh, Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, the red part's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think this one should be someone is turns out to be Mephisto for no apparent reason, but just as a big, you know, fuck you to the audience. Sort of <laughs> Didn't see that one coming, did you? Huh? Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it could do. It could. It could kind of um, back in from that way. Um, it's. It's. Um, seems from one of the trailers looks as if um echo might be making an appearance 
Echo as in Hawkeye Echo or Echo as in the the girl that took Sorry, the I Ronin. thought Ronin, I beg your pardon. Yeah, I thought you said Ronin. Yes. So the girl who took the Ronin persona yes. after um that. Mm-hmm. Um there is a girl in, in one of the um scenes uh doing a very good job of, of kicking our heroes bottoms and she has that white handprint on her face so um might be echo um and uh looks as if we will be having um possibly uh the flag smashers and batrock the leaper as well as uh the john walker um captain america us agent we'll find out um so t your 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 c list this is sounding heroes. better and better absolutely uh, i mean so that's that's batrock who was uh george st pierre in um winter soldier that's a great fight scene at the start of that film that was a great way to start that film actually um and then we saw the reference to that in the in the trailer with um Falcon jumping out of the plane it it yeah. it took something that's so silly, right? Batrock and his kicking and all of that stuff. Um, and you put it up against Captain America, who's already established just from the way he jumped out of the plane to be a, a mega threat. And suddenly it was a real fight and it was a real thing. Uh, just brilliant. Yeah, and the casting of George Pierre and that was was brilliant. You know, a, a, a renowned mixed martial artist. So. You know, could bring a lot of reality to his his fighting style and um, uh, his um, uh, kickboxing. Mm. Um, so, uh, Those are Francis legs, <laughs> definitely. Um, so, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. Is it only six episodes in this one? Does that mean six longer episodes or just six episodes? Running times currently suggested to be 45 or 55 minutes that doesn't say whether that's 22 minutes worth of um, credits god damn it well hopefully we're not going to hate the words please stand by as much as we did last time no it should be good Um, I'm really looking forward to it how do you feel about the weekly drop this time Abby? Um, uh, you see, uh, it, it frustrates me no end having these weekly drops. I, I just like to to find out what what kind of happens, but I'm kind of hoping that this is more of a traditional Marvel thing rather than having, you know, your Snyder cut cliffhangers. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I just want them to be six individual episodes. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's set up to be, um, uh, more straightforward than, uh, than, than one division mm-hmm. has been. Um, It'll be interesting to see, won't it, whether that um, uh, comes through. Has, has well, obviously, uh, press have already seen the first couple episodes, I presume. 
I don't know. I've not seen any reviews about it, but mm. I would imagine they must have done. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what their thoughts were. Mm. There must be like radio silence until the first, the first episode is aired somewhere. I'm sure. But we haven't got long to wait. Yeah, it's, we? we don't. We've only got um, a little while, um, and uh, you know, it's it's it's. You were saying about you know the the link to to, to mutants and whether this introduces and, and there is a conversation that suggests um, we might uh, have them in the MCU fairly soon. Um, the rumours are that uh, the working title for the film is The Mutants um, rather than X-Men. Like the Inhumans um, or the Eternals. Like the Eternals, which it links to, apparently. Mm. Um, and is sounds as if it's going to use the current Hickman, um, well, big chunks of the current Hickman run as, as it's kind is of... Is that um, the whole time-travelling young and old X-Men together, that stuff? No, it's the it will be the um, Moira McTaggart as a mutant. Okay. Piece. So in the Hickman House of X, Powers of X, Powers of Ten story, um, it's revealed that Moira McTaggart's mutant ability is reincarnation. So she lives her life, dies, and then is basically kind of looped back to herself in the womb, gets born again, but gets born with all of the knowledge of her previous life. Like Doomsday. Um, and that uh, and Solomon Grundy mm. does he do the I don't same think thing? He retains any knowledge though. It's, it's random with Grundy. No, I think he gets. Doesn't he get dumber every time? Or, it, it's, or a, it's a roll of the like dice. You, you don't. He doesn't know. Um, but yeah. So uh, basically, she spends in the comics. She spends lifetimes trying to avoid the mutant apocalypse and uh, the mutant. Um, uh, the, the sentinel kind of war and various other things um, from various way, ways through, like, for instance, you know, working with Apocalypse, working with Magneto, working with Xavier, working with uh, none of them, working with all, you know, and that kind of trying to work through. Um, so this will be her coming through as someone who knows that she is a mutant and through previous lives has, has identified Charles, Charles Xavier, for instance, is um, it will be a very hidden group, so they will be among us, but hidden and um, you know not bringing attention to themselves and you know ashamed kind of thing. Um, uh, so lots of uh, discrimination kind of par- parallels from what we see today, uh, as as the X Men were originally, mm. um, and uh, you know bringing that through that it's it's you know human rights activists but actually they're talking about mutants rights rather than anything and then becoming a little bit more of a, a, a standout play um i mean it's, it's been a really good way of rebooting the the the, the x-men in the, the comics um not a surprise that they might take their lead from this um given the the it gives them a chance to do something different to the the the, the fox legacy 
piece. Um, how would that feel to you two as the, the way in to mutants? I think... I would have, sorry, go ahead, Bill. I was just going to say that. I, I would have liked to have seen some sort of mutant activity segued into some of these Disney Plus shows. Um, you just want to get there sooner, be, don't you? I do. I want to know episode one of Winter Soldier. I, I just, I, you know, I, I just got no patience. You know, I've, I've lived through the Fox X uh, X Men run, um, which you both know. I, I love X Men. Um, I love the comics. I love, I love the movies. Um, controversially, all of them, um, especially Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix. I thought they were well, lesser Dark Phoenix, but I, I really and New Mutants and New Mutants. Absolutely, you can forget that. They had some very good. Um, well, you apparently, well, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's interesting. I just damn it, I just want them to just do it now. Mm. Enough of this talk. I mean, it's not like they're running out of stories to tell as it stands at the moment, though. So, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the same. It was the first thing that kind of excited me about the Fox merger was, was the fact that Fantastic Four and the X-Men characters can be folded into the DC, uh, DCU, uh, into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, but, you know, uh, the slate that they've got already is pretty rammed. Um, and I do want to see... Um, Black Widow, although maybe not as much as I want to see some of the others. Um, I'm really interested to see what they do with Eternals and that kind of like, here's a, a completely different, you know, story and subset and whatever else. Um, Blade, how they introduce vampires into the MCU. Um, or is he just chasing something else? Like, you know, um, aim people. Um you know, there's so much Captain Marvel 2, uh, Black Panther 2. There's so much in Doctor Strange 2. There's so much in there that they're already kind of building into this. That, you know, it's not like we're going to be without compelling stories for the next however many years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not no, in a rush. You. I just think... I think there is something about giving a bit of a bit of space between the memories of of the Fox X Men film. So to be like yourself, the fans of of this franchise, and you know, just just Wolverine alone, for us to any Wolverine now will still be compared so much to Hugh Jackman. I think there just needs to be a little bit of space so that it doesn't feel like it's it's Hugh Jackman light, you know. Um, so, and I think the conversations we always have is, you know, what's the technicality of introducing them? Where have the mutants been? Or how does the mutant gene suddenly appear and all that stuff? And that's all, that's all technobabble and that's all, all solvable. The key is it needs to just be a really, really interesting story. Um, and, you know, the, those kind of themes that the X-Men's always been about, about, you know, the oppressed and discrimination and stuff like that, all those themes need to always come through. Uh, that's the stuff I want to see. Um, and within the superhero format. And there's no 
big rush to get there. I think just do it well. That's my view. Yeah, I, I think there's 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 that balance, but it is one of those that until you do something that introduces it, we know that it's going to be all that we and everyone else talks about is, you know, but where are the mutants? Where are the Fantastic Four? Where is everyone else? How are they going to introduce them? What are they going to do? Fantastic Four, um, I think, is an easier one to introduce just because, you know, there's no diehard um, Fan Four stick fans out there. You know, at this point, being oh no, no, that doesn't work as a thing. No, that's true. I mean, they're meant to be the first family, the first superhero family of the Marvel universe, aren't they? Yes, so, I'm sure there is a fan base out there somewhere. Uh, I, no, I think I think that that he's talking particularly about the oh. Josh Trank film. Oh. Uh, no one holding that in. Um, revered status like, for instance, you and and X Men Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix and stuff. Um, so it becomes a little easier because you can tread and reboot that without. In, there, there's no one that's saying you know we've we've got to have um, uh, you know Michael B Jordan, for instance, as. I mean, you're Johnny saying Storm. that, obviously. <laughs> I, I mean, I, we've got to have Michael B. Jordan as. I'm, I'm happy to leave that sentence open for wherever. Like Eddie Murphy style, play every member of the Fantastic Four. <laughs> Just without the prosthetics. Uh, it could be Mr. Doom, Dr. Doom. <laughs> without the prosthetics and mask. Um, although I did think, you know, I mean, age, is, I, I don't think is, is right for it, but... Um, uh, I was trying to work out where Sasha Baron Cohen could fit in to the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a baddie um, after his uh, Jimmy Kimmel interview. Um, and I didn't know whether Doctor Doom could be his 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 thing. Yeah, I can't see him as that. I just it's a Borat Doctor Doctor Doom. Mm. I mean, he wouldn't be doing the Bora accent. How, how do you know? My Latvia. Latveria. Latveria is nice. <laughs> I... <laughs> Just, uh, you, you see, you're mixing genres drastically now. I mean, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do think there's... Um, I, I think I think Fantastic Four is an easier one. I, I think that that I agree. You know, no one's. You don't have a high high watermark for for that, do you? Um, so I think that can play through a bit more. Um, but we will see. It's, I think there's a lot to see, and I I I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how um, Marvel follow up from mm. One Division. Um, into something similar but completely different. Um, and we will talk about it either in depth or in very brief uh, status, depending on how long it takes to talk about four hours worth of Zack Snyder's Justice League, I guess, um, next week. Uh, but before we, we get on to next week and before we, we leave you, shall we talk about some recommendations to keep you entertained and joyful uh, in the week ahead. The recommendations 
obviously cannot include Zack Snyder's Justice League or Falcon and the Winter Soldier because they haven't come out for us to see yet. So we wouldn't know whether to recommend them, although we are sure that you will be watching both of those probably in the, the week as, as we will be. Um, but uh, B, what have you got to recommend for us this week? So following the uh, the ending of WandaVision, um, my next sort of Friday sort of regular watch is a program on um, Star, which I've talked about, called Hellstrom. Now, Hellstrom is a very similar, um, is, is, is a Marvel um, franchise, but I don't know who came first. I, I presume um, the recommendation I'm going to suggest this week, Constantine. Um, Especially come in first the tomorrow, it's so good. <laughs> no, this is the original one. Oh, Sting. Constantine, Constantine, Constantine must have been eighties, mm. and and Damon Hellstrom's son of Satan, I think, was seventy two. Wow. Oh, okay. Um, Constantine, anyway, is mm. my recommendation. <laughs> um, but this, so I, I mean, to your point, the what Damon Hellstrom was, you know, son of Satan. Um, was not what Constantine was. However, this telling of Hellstrom on Disney Star, your recommendation from two Mm -hmm. weeks ago, um, was, is far more in that vein. And I think we talked about that last week, uh, a couple of weeks ago. It feels far more that kind of, you know, that demon, that possession, that kind of Mm. piece, rather than, you know, I am the son of Satan and Hellfire and stuff. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, Constantine. It's 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 superb. Um, I forgot how good it actually is. Um, so this is the Matt Ryan standalone series. Uh, no, the Keanu Reeves Sheila film. Yeah, it's it's the movie. Oh, the actual the film, American yeah. Constantine. I I thought you were going for the Matt Ryan uh, no series no, when you mentioned no, no, it. No, no, no. I'm talking Mr. Reeves. That was a really fun the, film. The original, ah. original Constantine, yeah, with uh, Mr. LaBeouf. Was that his first movie appearance? No, it was Holes, I think. No. Mm. He was he was okay. a child star, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, so guys. But great movie. It's um, really, really good. Really dark, but... Great. And uh, Rachel Weisz. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And is that yeah. Tilda Swinson as? It is as Gabe, um, Gabe, Gabe, Gabriel. Gabriel, yeah, Michael. Michael. Gabriel, I yeah. think. I think you might be right. Uh, who is now? Oh no, she's not. Is it? She's. She's. It's um, not her. It's the, the the woman who's Brienne of Tarth, whose name I'm blanking on. Who's uh, going to be Lucifer in? The Sandman Netflix show, which obviously has Constantine yeah. in as well. Constantine, the 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 Keanu Reeves film. It's a good recommendation. It's a it's a good film. It's a bit wacky in places, but I I think it is a good film. This was my introduction uh, to. I don't think I'd read any Hellblazer comics or anything at this point. 
So my first, no, same. so I know a lot of people were up in arms about Constantine being American, but I, or being made American for the film. This is my and, and Brunette. And Brunette. Yeah. I think this or my first major introduction to the character, anyway. Um, and so without any of that baggage, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I thought a re- really, really good film. And and man, Keanu like hams it up and just so brilliantly. Like that thing with the the tattoos on his arm that he slams his arms together. It's just so good. <laughs> Or uh, here, giving the devil the finger is just fantastic. <laughs> yeah, the only soul that the devil would leave hell to come and collect himself. Yeah, it's got some great lines in it. It has, and some some amazing visuals in it, and and Rachel Vice saying so, yeah. two characters. Um, yes, mm-hmm. spoilers. Can we just, is, is, is that a spoiler? it a spoiler for, you know, it's not a spoiler. It's fairly early on, isn't it? in 2005? I don't think that's hidden either. I, th- I think that's, that's fairly. Surely there's like some kind of statute of limitations yeah. on, on spoiling stuff. And didn't Rachel Weiss star in another movie as well with uh, Brandon, Brandon Fraser? The mummy film. Oh, fuck off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. Quick, T, let's give you get your recommendation before I walk back into my. Oh, anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah, I have. I, I'm going to do, I guess, uh, a, a B from, from, from earlier days and possibly recommend too. Um, if you watch Snyder's Justice League on Thursday. Is it Thursday it's coming out? Uh, uh, yes. So if you watch well, in it, America and it, really is, yes. it and want more of the same, I think I would recommend to you Jeff Johns and Jim Lee's Justice League Origins. Um, so it's uh, a dark side story and it's the Justice League getting together for the first time and there's no real character development but it all looks really beautiful and it feels kind of the same. Uh, but I think my actual recommendation um, of a good Justice League dark side comic uh, that doesn't need too much preamble pre-read would be um, uh, Rock of Ages. So I think I recommended um, another one of the Morrison JLA books before, but this is Morrison's, I think, third book. It's a bit of a time travel story. It's got, you know, what if Darkseid had taken mm-hmm. over? Um, it's it's some of that kind of high concept sort of crazy stuff, uh, but it's, it's it's a really, really good story. Um, and you may, once you've read it, be interested in just looking it up anyway. So in, in the year since, some you know, interesting articles have been published about it, um, about some, some of the meaning of it and, and stuff like that. Uh, drops in loads of the old um, uh, Jack Kirby stuff as well. Uh, and, you know, wacky things like the anti-life equation and, and what it all means. Um, it's condensed. So it's it's a dense book. Um, and it's a lot of stories told in, a, in what feels like a very short space of time, especially with now with sort of comics being so um, so sort of spread out, you know, six issues to tell, tell a, a slow burn story. Um, but I think it does it well. It's not like it's just jammed them together. It doesn't work. I think it works really well. Um, so those are my two. But if we're going to pick one for the for your um, archives, I will go with JLA Rock of Ages by Grant Morrison. 
it's a it's a very very good um story um uh and uh yeah definitely a, a, a I, I one to say, check so, out sorry James, um, i'm going to stay I scribble this down because i remember want to say it if you're very confused with why superman is blue just, just go with it there's a whole thing in the 90s where it's very complicated <laughs> yeah his powers were fiddly um mm. and electric and red and blue uh, and all sorts point. of it. just uh, it. it was just a, a yeah back then it could have been Azrael batman it wasn't yeah. it's fine um <laughs> um yeah and, you know and yet the most ridiculous thing is that he wears his red speedos on the outside uh so i'm i'm similar in the the snyder justice league vein um and uh, i'm going to recommend a film that we 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 had kind of mentioned earlier on in the in the conversation um amazon prime has aquaman uh available to stream uh so um definitely worth checking out and going through um jason momoa did something that was fairly unheard of which is turn you know aquaman into a character that people actually cared about um he had been such a a a laughing stock of a character in um in in medias outside of comics um, you know, his, his entire power is he can talk to fish, uh, kind of thing. Um, lampooned amazingly by, uh, the Harley Quinn animated series. Um, so to make him this kind of, you know, badass kind of, you know, just kind of drunkard, um, superhero was, uh, was, was very impressive. Um, Aquaman does a lot of things that I thought were very uh, beautiful. Some of the shots were were, were incredible. Um, doesn't take itself too seriously. Kind of lets you go on the ride of things like, you know, Ocean Master's mask moves when he talks. Because, of course, it does. Um, so, you know, it, it kind of, you know, knows where it fits on, on stuff. Some of the scariest de-aging uh, technology you'll see um on 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 aquaman's dad um but um you know just just a fun story some great visuals um and you don't even fall out of the film too much when he's wearing the orange shirt and green trousers even though he stole them off a corpse um so yeah just a a, a fun little watch um, had a certain amount of humour to it, had a certain amount of understanding about it. Um, Aquaman 2 is is still in rumours for production. Um, so, uh, yeah, check out Aquaman on Amazon Prime. Just don't, don't think about it too deeply, and it's fine. Um, <laughs> it, it, yeah. It's, yeah. No, it's a popcorn flick. It's, it is, mm. and, and it's that's, that's its strength, is, you know, th- there's... If you want a moral, I'm sure you can find one in there. But you know, it's it's CGI'd hair underwater and people punching each other, and a big with fight at the end with them. sharks and krakens and various other things. Exactly. What more can you want? 
and it's um, got to talk to Manhattan. Hashtag release the um, <laughs> release the cut <laughs> I, th- I think that's a very. <laughs> I think that's a very different genre that you're you're walking into there. Um uh but uh Yaya Abdul Mateem is um Black Manta in this film and uh went on to be uh Doctor Manhattan in the Watchmen series uh recently. Um and will be Neo or or well, will be in Matrix Four when that comes out soon. Um so yeah, lots going on. But that will be everything for this week. Um, B is off to rehe- rehearse his song for next uh, week. Uh, we are off to um, set up our, um, our uh, the nappies that we will yeah. require to watch four hours worth of um, of of Justice League plus another hours worth of. Um, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier Uh, but we will be back next week to tell you all about it so stay safe, look after each other and we shall speak to you next week cheerio